Welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast. On episode eight, we have Jeremy Smith, a big drowning advocate through IPSA in Texas, as well as a board member of the National Drowning Prevention Alliance. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, the California Pool and Spa Association, who is fighting hard for the industry through this COVID-19 crisis. To visit them, go to thecpsa.org. We're kicking off Water Safety Month with Drowning Prevention. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast. This is Michelle Cavanaugh and my co-host. Dave Rockwell. Hey, Dave. We have a special guest today that we're very excited about, and I think it's a concern that we're having right now with people being at home and on lockdown. I, and I, wrote, uh, I reached out to Adam at the National Drowning Prevention Alliance because I said I'm concerned a little bit about seeing a spike in drownings because people are all at home now. And, and unfortunately, a lot of parents, it's, I guess it's fortunate they are working from home, but you know, is their supervision level as, as on point as it, as it should be if they're having to do their jobs from home and all these types of things. So I asked Adam, you know, are, are we going to see a spike in drownings and should we be doing something about it? And he said that he's very concerned about that as well and that we're working with the California Pool and Spa Association here in California is going to be working with them to try to get some information out or those door hangers out to the service guys in this state. But the recommendation was to talk to Jeremy Smith about this, who's doing some great work in Texas. So we have Jeremy Smith on today. Welcome, Jeremy. Thank you for having me. Uh, excited to be here and excited to talk about the uh, uh, possibilities of what's going on out there. Yeah. What have you Jeremy, guys been Jeremy, you're involved a lot with IPSA down there. Is that correct? IPSA and PHCA both, yes. And I'm also a board member of the NDPA, which is, in that, which is where Adam, uh, me and Adam know each other from. Um, yeah. And so, yep. So we're the guys, the IPSA guys, UPA guys, the pool service, we're considered still at this point an essential service. We're the people in the backyard. So maybe what we can get out of you today is, that I'd like to, to have is maybe give us uh, some suggestions on uh, what we can do since we're the ones there to, to uh, help yeah. keep our keep on, on the uh, and for our customers so that they understand the risks here? Well, um, one of the things we do, and, and I have to start off by saying that it's been a very different year for us. Um, you know, I don't know where everybody is in, in the state of California. I know in the northern, northern part of California, it's, it's still pretty cold. Um, but, you know, you talk about the sunshine states like Florida, Texas, and Arizona, our swim season tends to be a little bit longer than most of the other states, um, unless you like cold water, which people in <laughs> Texas do not. Um, what we're seeing right now, we normally wouldn't see until end of May, early June, because Texans don't like the water unless it's 80 or above. I mean, that's just the way we are. Um, what we're seeing is a, a lot of heater calls um, and new heaters being installed, and it's because everyone's home. Um, for instance, I have had multiple calls, even with people with covers. Can, you, can we leave the pool uncovered, please? And I said, well... Okay, so what I ended up doing, this is just one example, is, is I ended up putting, this is a water watcher tag from Abby's Hope. So water watcher tag from Children's Medical Center or Children's Health here. Another one from the LV Project and another one from, this one's kind of nice because we'll, well, I'll talk about this one later, but this one tears off at the bottom and becomes a water watcher tag. I left that on every door and taped it to every window that faced the pool. The lady laughed and came out and she said, you're the only person I would allow to stick things on my window after I paid somebody to clean them and not get mad at you. And she said, that's a great, <laughs> that's a great, that's a great thing that you're doing. And she said, I didn't even think about that. And I said, well, it concerns me because we, I had to literally log that you called us and left us a message and spoke to us on the phone and said that you wanted us to leave this pool cover open against my will. I did not want to do it. And she said, I get that. We just don't know how to open it. <laughs> Her husband was out of town. And I said, I get that. But I said, it makes me nervous. And so she's like, you know what? We're going to keep these wrapped around every door that opens up. And they have a pretty decent size estate. Um, so there are small things you can do, small windows that you can leave um, in the backyard. And the one thing about it is, and, and Dave, you can you know testify to this, um, Pool guys are all different. Not every one of them is going to want to talk to people. And the nice thing about 
one of these is, is you don't have to. You can right. simply, this one was actually made for us when we requested it from Children's Health. Um, a gentleman named Jesus Alderate, um, in charge of the uh, injury prevention, made these for us. And literally, it's got a door thing where you hang it on the door. And when they get home, they can rip it off, put it on their wrist, and it becomes a water watcher tag. Um, it also has some water safety tips. Yeah. Nice. So, for those that don't know what a water watcher tag is, can you describe that? Jeremy? Yes. Um, so it actually has some rules on the back of it. And it is as the water watcher on duty, I pledge to always watch the children in and around the water. Wait to socialize and drink alcohol until I am off duty. Make yeah. sure children are wearing the right personal flotation devices. And for those of you who don't know what a correct personal flotation device is, it is not the water wings. It is a United States Coast Guard approved life jacket. And that is the only ones that we will endorse. Um, wear this tag to identify myself as the water watcher. Stay on duty until another water watcher takes over. Now, there is a couple different ways to word that, obviously, on every one of these, uh, but it all basically says the same thing. So what that is, is, is that you are there to watch the children, and we also ask that children under the age of three and four, you're, in, you're within arm's reach of them inside the pool with them. Um, you're not out of the pool. Um, and that's just a safety concern for everyone, because we can't we would love to say that everyone has a life jacket for their children, but they don't. A lot of people still have the water wings and the whatever you want to call them. Um, right now, sorry, Jacob, my son's here helping me. Right now, um, we are doing something because, and I encourage everyone to do this. If you are near or at a major children's hospital in your area, most of them have injury prevention um, efforts going on. Now with, with, uh, with, with, the at stay at home shelter at home in place with COVID-19 going on we've all now they're stockpiled with items so what I have done with children's health here in Dallas is um, we're, we're set up a form to give to our homeowners and actually it just has an email address on the form they can get online fill out the form we take and drop off free life jackets this one's labeled no before you go but i'm just saying most most of them most of the big children's hospitals may or may not have their own logoed ones it doesn't matter to me whether it's logoed or not i'm just saying and the way you do these is by weight not by age so if you look inside here this one will say um wherever it is uh, adult universal so anything above you know uh and it, more than 90 pounds. So this is re recommended for anybody, anybody more than 90 pounds that will fit in this. So, and it, it has to say United States Coast Guard approved, which I know you probably can't see because my camera is not all that special, but it does say that <laughs> inside here. So yeah. I encourage all of you, even if you're in a rural area um, out of the city, please reach out to your hospitals to your, to the, they are stockpiled with this stuff because they were fixing to do all their swim programs. And now that they can't, they still want to get this stuff out there in the community. Um, so that's one of the things that we're doing here locally that we're working on. And I'm, we're trying to see how it goes with my company. And then we're going to start reaching out to other pool companies just to make sure we, we just want to get the word out. Um, water safety is going to be important. We have had some, have not had any incidences here, but I know that we have had some across the United States. Um, the drowning numbers have increased um, because everyone's staying at home and, um, you know, it's very important to us that the water stay clear um, in, in, in any aspect, because if it's not, it's going to be very hard to find somebody that wanders outside and slips into a pool that maybe can't swim. So I know that Michelle right. and Adam had talked about sanitation and how important it was uh, during this tough time. Uh, the one beautiful thing about our job is, Dave, you can attest to this as well, that <laughs> most of the 99% of the time when you're out there, there's nobody there talking to you. So you're not only six feet away from somebody you're they're a door and a long way off and so right. They, right now they're letting you do your work and then they're going back out after you leave yeah so um what you've shown us so far is great for the water watcher tags the life jackets it's great for pool parties while uh the pool is planned to be in use but a lot of dronings happen when nobody's looking at the pool the yeah. it, just there um and so that, that's the area where I think is, is a big risk that maybe we're, there's a little blind spot that we have right now still. Well, 
I'll tell you, it, it is a blind spot. And, and Blake and Kathy Collingsworth from Josh the Otter um, lost their son, Joshua. Um, and he said that he had every, at the time, he had every known safety device that he could think of. And the one thing he's really been pushing is, for instance, for those of you who have a ring, I don't have it, but I know how it works. If somebody walks past something, it sets off no matter where they're at, and you can you can take a live view. We're, for the people that can afford pools and that do have a ring, we're encouraging they put one in the backyard as well. Um, now, with that being said, you want to make sure that your backyards are obviously locked um, uh, to, a, to a certain degree on the gates. Um, and if you are at home, you maybe want to be able to put a high latch lock on your door, meaning yeah. install a, a latch on the very top. Um, yeah, it's going to be ugly, but is it worth it? You can get it. I mean, you know, realistically, it can be patched later on in life, right? There's nothing that can't be fixed right. in drywall. Sure. Um, now, I don't know what the ultimate answer for that is, is but um, again, any layer of protection, for instance, like having a high latch, having a gate, having the D&D, you know, maybe the one that makes a sound whenever you get on there. Now they have a Bluetooth one that tells you if someone opens your alarm. There are some also some other incredible alarms coming out of um, Israel right now. Interesting. Um, yes. The, uh, there is one called Coral Manta that we, me and Adam, have gotten to do a podcast, or not a podcast, but, a, you know, whatever you call this thing we're doing now, just yeah. to talk to them talk about it and um it uses artificial intelligence and it's a it's a it's a retrofit so you don't have to be done in new construction it literally fits in the pool and it uses artificial intelligence to see if someone's in your pool and sends an alarm out to everything um but um what had happened over there is is they said that you know 10 years ago there wasn't anybody that had residential backyard pools five years ago when they started everybody started getting one and they noted their drowning rates were going through the roof. So a lot of the computer programmers that you get online and request programs from are in that part of the world. And so they took it upon themselves to create, there's more than one. There was, there's three or four of them coming out of that area that are really incredible. Um, and so obviously that's an expense, but yeah. if, if you have it, I would definitely look into it. Um, I, but every layer of protection is gives mom and dad another second to think about, I haven't heard little Johnny in six minutes and I'm normally hearing tearing into something or whatever. So every layer of protection you can create creates a time frame for them to try to get through. So if we can slow them down by five minutes and you don't notice two minutes until you haven't thought about it, then you probably will catch them in time. Um, but every little, every little thing we can do to make sure that we lock and secure a backyard is also very important um, and, and always taking toys out of pools at the yeah. end of at the end of a swim time um, and making sure there's no distractions in the water whatsoever. Um, is something People very, think that when we tell them to do that that we're doing it for our convenience that we don't want to have to mess with it when we're cleaning the pool. That's really right. not what it is. It's about keeping your kids safe. Yes. Right, right. And some of the things on the door tag that we leave um, also talk about um, how important it is to get everything out of the water as well. Um, we all, and, and, and for instance, the month of May, which we're probably gonna end up doing it this month because we're already seeing the swim season. So at my company in the month of May, we leave um, a coloring book the first week. The second week, we leave a water watcher tag, depending on which one it is. And the third week, um, we leave a, another book or safety pamphlet for the parents. And then the fourth week, we'll leave another water watcher tag and tell them how important this is. That way they get it for the whole month of National Water Safety Month, which is usually a month of May. But we're yeah. probably going to, we've already started doing some of it this month. Um, just started the first. So we start from Monday and then we go for four weeks or however long the month lasts and and do that for the whole month. So um, we, we probably are going to do that early this year um, because of the fact. And all that stuff that you just showed us, is that all that stuff available on the NDPA website for purchase or how do you get that stuff? Well, I will tell you this, most of this you can find from the Families United website, 
there are there are lots of foundations that uh, have money to create this stuff that are a little bit well, more well endowed than some. And I encourage everybody. Granted, you can always get something from your um, your children's hospital in your area. A lot of times, maybe not, but if not, you are more than welcome to go to ndpa.com uh, or .org. I'm sorry and go to the Families United page, click on it, and see who has things, request it. Josh Yotter has some um, great little activity sheets that are crossword puzzles and um, uh, you know coloring sheets uh, that you can do with your kids, or they can do by themselves, depending on their age group. There are also some downloadable apps on Stewie the Duck, Josh the Otter, uh, Zach the Polar Bear that couldn't, wouldn't swim, um, Brian and Karen Coneson, um, and... Um, there are lots of things out there to get, get this stuff yeah. from, but I encourage everybody to check if, especially if you have a, a, um, a drowning uh, nonprofit or, you know, a foundation yep. in your area, try to look for them first because there's no better way to promote something than using something, uh, using a what means that is, has meaning to somebody and will mean something to somebody else. Meaning yeah. the ones that get, come from the hospitals are great. But if this person is telling a story, Josh the Otter is their son, Josh. Um, Zach the Polar Bear is, is Zach their son. And so yeah. the, it makes a big difference. Stewie the Duck is, is Stewie the Duck in the book. That's their son, Stu Leonard III. Um, so the, if you can get these things, especially when you read them personally, they mean something to you. You know, you're yeah. like, wow, um, you know, didn't realize that could happen. Um, so Collins yeah. Hope. I've been working with Collins Hope. To yeah, Alyssa Magger from Collins Hope has great stuff. Um, yeah, they do. She is. Well, I was awesome. hoping to get that, and that's what that's for those of you out there. You know, you don't know how to be involved. You're also supporting that particular foundation. If you go buy, you know, a few cards from them, they have stuff in stock from last year that she told me about. Um, their executive director, and so I'm just going to get her to ship me some of that stuff to get out. Now you can order it yourself. It's harder for one person to disseminate it everywhere. So if you can, I'm trying to find a way where I can put it in a mail house somewhere and you can just call up and, and order those. And so that's a way to do it in your area. You could get, you know, a group of people together who want to really make a difference. And then you have a mail house or something that has these, then they can just call up and order however many they want and pay right. for the shipping to get it out to you. And that way you don't have to worry about shipping everything everywhere. Michelle, um, let me ask you something. If you figure yeah. that out, if let you, you know. figure that out, you'll be a godsend for a lot of us. <laughs> um, because, you know, we had to cancel the NDPA con or the National Water Safety Conference this year, and it was going to be in Fort Worth. I normally reload when we have it close enough to where I can obviously, I'm in the Dallas area, and it's going to be in Fort Worth. I can drive and be like, I'm taking these and these and these and these so I can reload for my school presentations, my yeah. multiple moms and multiples presentations, church presentations, and, and then the ones we leave in the backyards. But now that we had to cancel because of the pandemic that's going on, I don't have that opportunity, so I'm having to reach out to all of them, have them send them to me. But yes, if you can find out how to be a be a call center for all these, man, you will be bombarded. Um, and, and everybody <laughs> would love you for it, I'm telling you, because it is hard right now, because you got to remember a lot of these foundations are mom and pop that actually have yeah. a job and work. Yeah. And then when they come home, they start at the top and work their way down. It may be a couple of days before they get one, maybe they're at a conference or something like that. But um, they really are working. Families United as a whole is really working together. Um, actually, Adam is, is going to be helping out, helping them out quite a bit um, in the near future and trying to get this organized because it is something that when you join the NDPA, we want everyone to get at least a copy of some of the Families United stuff that's out there and available. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's uh, very powerful stuff, and it goes a long way. And I can promise you right now, if you're going to hand them out, um, all of these foundations love their stories to be out there um, touching yes, people and, yeah. and, and getting them out there. So usually they may ask for a donation depending on if you want, you know, 500 to 1,000, yeah. um, which, which is successful. Yeah, I mean, this, it's, not, it's not free to print stuff, so right. they need to be some payback. Um, in fact, uh, Dave Penton. We had Blake and Kathy come out to the uh, Ipsa National Conference or, you know, the big the big deal where they do all the uh, national board deals. Uh, and they were our first. I have been preaching at that in the conference for quite a long time. And finally, I realized that the constituents were finally ready to hear a real story. And I called Blake and Kathy out and Dave Penton actually went to dinner with us and ordered some books uh, at the time we went to dinner, which was years ago. But still, uh, Penton yeah. was pretty moved by by their story. 
Um, so yes, I know them as well, and that is a you definitely get moved by any the passion that you have in these foundations with the cause that they're really supporting at this time. I mean, it's, it's you you can't you know it's you can't um, respect it enough. I mean, it, they're really passionate about making sure this doesn't happen to any other child, and unfortunately, their own child this happened to, and it's just heartbreaking. And the fact that they don't want one other one more kid to have to go through that, or the parents you know, and the family. So it's, they're very passionate about what they do. They are very passionate. And, and yeah. I think it's very important that we pass the message on because as, as we have more of the shelter at home or shelter in place or whatever you want to call it um, going on, um, I think that we're going to see the people that have pools. You know, like I went to one the other day, for instance, like one of the water feature pumps isn't working. So I went over there and checked it. It was a bad breaker and we you took care of everything. But it was funny because I knocked on the door, took, you know, 10 steps back. So when they answered it, I wasn't close to them. And when they answered, I said, I fixed the problem. I said, are you, you know, are you Mr. Laguli? And he said, no, I'm his brother. And I said, okay, well, they had seven children in there playing, but the pool was steaming. Um, because it was, they had been heating the pool. And like I said, normally this time of year, you don't see that. And it's 46 in Dallas today. So everybody's really having a good time right now, swimming and enjoying the, enjoying the sweat weather today. Um, but we'll get phone calls and, and it's, it, it's going to be 84 on Wednesday. So now yeah. you can see that this, I mean, this is just, it's constant right now. And it's very important that they stay clear um, for the just for the pure safety of everything else. Not only that, they have discovered that a properly sanitized pool, properly circulating pool does not and has not been known to transmit COVID-19. Yep. So that's very important is if it's sanitized. We don't know if it's not sanitized, if it will, but another thing we've been talking about here in the Texas area, and I don't know, you know maybe Northern California doesn't have it, but um, so I'm sure Southern California does. Um, if we if we are not on the essentials list and uh, sanitizing these pools, we have to deal with a lot of things like West Nile virus and other viruses that may come up from this Zika again. Um, down here, we did have some Zika cases. So there are other things we have to worry about that, are, that will compound the problem tenfold if we don't keep doing what we're doing. Right, absolutely. There so everybody I know in Southern California is still working right now. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's going to continue. There's no indication whatsoever that, that they're, they're going to shut pool services down. Uh, commercial pools, a lot, most of them are, are closed. Yeah. But, um, they, they still need to be kept up to a certain degree. But the residential guys, and, and what we're talking about in terms of drowning prevention, um, it's really the residential market that's, that's the most at risk. Yep. Um, so I remember... 10 or 12 years ago, I, I, IPSA and San Diego, all the chapters kind of got together. Javier Payan. Um, Great guy. Was a real champion for drowning prevention at the time. Um, and uh, they, IPSA chapters all got together and bought water watcher tags to pass out. And, and it, at the time, it was just a little bit hard still to get people to talk about it. Some even homeowners kind of just didn't want to talk about it at the time. And um, everything to do with all of the children's hospital and all of their groups were looking to solve this thing by legislation. Well, we need to legislate. Alarms have to be put on pools, fences, door alarms. And they, everybody got their wish. You know, these things were legislated into place. Every pool that I go to to start up, they they have to have a pool alarm. They have to have a uh, yeah. It's uh, one of seven things. On yeah, the back door, you have two of seven things in California, right? Sec secondary yeah. fencing. Yeah, and especially on the the ultra high end residential pools, I'm going to tell you really honestly, the minute the inspector signs off on the final, most of that stuff comes down, is put away and disabled, and, and maybe each pool has a varying amount of risk involved. And so um, it's not always, you know, such, such a horrible thing, but um, the, the unfortunate thing about it is they're, they're adding all that expense to a pool and people aren't using it. Uh, you were speaking of there's, there's a lot of other things that are coming out now, new technologies that are a lot less intrusive and 
it would be so much better if the, the homeowner and, and the pool contractor and then the pool service person as he comes in afterwards, if we were able to all work together and help the customer come up with something that's actually going to help them and something that's they're actually going to leave enabled and use. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. There are, um, Dave, you can test this. You remember the old weight, you know, motion detectors that would set off every time and people just end up take quit using them. There are some improved versions of that now. Um, but there are also things coming out that are, I want to say the coral manta artificial alarm that just sits on the side of the pool. It's got a solar thing on it. I want to say they said it retail because when we first talked to them, they said, how much should this retail for? And I said, honestly, if I told you what I thought, it would be so cheap, you'd be, I'd be offending you. And I said, but I'm telling you a price for a different reason. I'm telling you a price to save lives. I'm not telling you a price because I know you've got to pay for it. Um, I want to say they said the retail value is going to be around $2,000. And it is a pretty neat piece of equipment. I don't know that it's 100% perfected right now, but it's pretty decent. Um, we were supposed to have some, we were actually having another alarm company come to the conference from Israel. And obviously they had to cancel, um, right. but um, um, they were going to actually let us auction, raffle one of the coil mantas off. Um, I have a customer that was willing to raff, pay a lot of money for it. Um, hopefully they'll still let us do that. If we do, we'll do another podcast with it and actually have the guys from coil manta get on just to show this different type of alarm. That's, you know, not a Poseidon, which is a $30,000 unit or some of the other ones that is big commercial, uh, places use, but they pay rent. It's like a monthly usage fee, you know, while it's there because it has to be serviced. This is one that you own as a homeowner and you can take in and out as you want to. Um, so yeah, I will. I will be more than happy to get some information, Dave, and and see what all is coming out. Um, especially since our conference starts tomorrow, virtual or Monday. I'm sorry, Monday virtually at noon, and we're still going to have our exhibitor uh, area. Um, it's all going to be virtual, but we will still have that. So if there are some things that come up, and then me and Adam and Michelle and you can do another one with some maybe with some products that would get sent to us. Or, or yeah, that'd be great. I, I would like that too because yeah. I've been trying to push some of these and I'm not sure how they're going to work. So I would love to play. Are there statistics out there, Jeremy, on like once you, what, what, what you're doing in Texas, are there statistics out there that when you put all this, you know, what you do one thing a week that you're doing, that it actually is, is doing some good. Do you have anything out there that, that shows that? Well, we've started, we've been doing it for about four or five years now. We started off with just enough stuff to do it once a week in May. Now we do it every week in the month so for four weeks in a row they get stuff we don't my, my guys don't have to check check the chemicals but i tell them they don't have to leave it on the door tag because they're leaving this for the door tag instead they still have to write it or, or log it in on their computer stuff but they don't have to leave it so yes i i can tell you without um referencing back to children's health who's helping us try to track some of this stuff um that from pure homeowner standpoint the the questions that get asked and the requests for things that get asked are tenfold or a hundredfold what they, they would have been zero. And so what that tells me is I am sparking interest and that people are taking a notice. Now, do we have some people that don't have any kids and leave the stuff on their back patio till it just disintegrates? Yeah, but we still leave it there. Um, and we put it there every single time because I don't know if they have nieces or nephews that are going to come over and then they'll pick it up or what. So, and that's what we keep telling people when people call about it, they're like, well, we don't have any young children. Well, you, if you have a niece or a nephew, or if you have a neighbor that has young children, would you mind handing it off to them? They're like, no, that's a great idea. Thank you. Um, yeah. But yes, we have noticed that the, in, the spark of interest has gone through the roof as far as that goes. And the amount of people we have in swim lessons at a very young age now versus five years ago is off the chart. Yes. Um, so that part, I think we're doing, we're making a difference. And sadly, as it may seem, this is the most, you'll never know. The only thing you can do is study drowning statistics later on in, in your area and say, did we or did we not make a difference? Um, because yeah. they're never going to come back and tell you that thing you left on my door saved my son's life, even though it might have. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Or getting him to swim lessons. Early. It's just one of those things you'll never know unless you have long-term data to show a, a decrease in your in your line if you will going down as you're doing this in your area and that's this that's one of the saddest things I, I say about this and it's 
Well, the only thing we can do is educate, 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 educate. As much as you can, absolutely. Yeah. It's just like seatbelts. You make you know? a difference in one person's life, you've done something. So that's yeah. all that matters, you know what I mean? Well, Hopefully you can impact more, but I think if you, if you saved one kid, you're definitely, you know, it's worth it. Right. Well, one of the things we talk about too is, and, and Blake's a big advocate of this, uh, Collingsworth, you know, you can get in your car with your younger kids, and if you don't put your seatbelt on, besides the car wearing you out with beeping noises, the first thing your kids tell you is put your seatbelt on. Now, with that being said, the number one cause of unintentional death in children ages 1 through 14, really, well, 1 through 4, is drowning. Yeah. So his argument to everyone is, is why are we not placing more emphasis on this? We surpassed, we surpassed car accidents – what what is it going to take for us to make a national message that that they did with seatbelts? And he's like, right. I don't understand why we can't get that national message out there. And he's right. He's um, right. Like I said, you kids, the first thing they tell you when you get in cars, Dad, put your seatbelt on. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, we're trying to get it to where it's that important to everyone, and it should be because as the amount of pools grow in the United States and around the world, it really needs to be something that we concentrate on and educate our children on. I remember about 10 or 12 years ago, I, I read a book called Freakonomics. It was two uh, economics professors who took a lot of topics and kind of dismantled the data and, and looked at it from a whole different angle. But one of the things they looked at was uh, comparing, uh, well, they put it this way. They, they said, you, you're, you're a, a a mom and dad, and you've got a, a young child, you want to leave them with a neighbor so you can have a weekend alone. You have two choices. One is uh, friends who have a house full of guns, and another set of friends has a swimming pool. And you're going to make that decision. Where's the safest place to leave my, my kids for the weekend? The kids are a hundred times more likely to drown in that swimming pool than they are to be injured in gunplay at the other house. And so uh, I don't know where the statistics have gone since then. Hopefully we're, we're doing a little better than that. But um, when, when you think about it, you start dismantling that, okay, people who have guns generally keep them locked away um, two or three different ways, trigger locks, gun safes. Um, and they're highly educated about all of the risks involved in having that gun in the house. Um, especially back then, that was not true at all of, of swimming pools. Hopefully we're doing better about that now, but you know, how, how do you think we're doing? How, how do you, do you think the message is getting out? Do you think that uh, ratio is gonna go down? I do think the ratio is going to go down. I, I will say that I wish we could prevent every accident, and they're all accidents. Um, no one has ever, you know, purposely done this. But yeah. I do think the ratio is going down. Um, one of the things I have noticed with when I go to the PHCA meetings and people like um, Mike Church with Cody Pools, who had, who'd bought some uh, largest pool pool builder in the country, um, and Scott Waldo. These guys are Scott Waldo's really cool about buying all his. Um, people swim lessons he pays for swim lessons for the children if they're younger and haven't had them um these guys are setting the standard now i've met with these guys and talked about water safety standard whenever uh, tpsc was apec and i went in there and made my presentation to all of them and whether or not we could do anything legislatively wise we hit some of the biggest builders in the state of texas and by doing that safety to them has become something now what that did is to start a trend when you're the biggest boy in the in the in the room what you do they're gonna people try to follow it, it maybe not the way you build maybe they want to be 100 percent customer or whatever but the difference is is showing that you care about a customer by stating like i've even said something as long as you know if we're selling a house selling a pool um in all the real estate things we need to have something in there. And this, this sounds really bad, but it's not meant to be bad. It's really meant to be something safety wise and bring up kind of scare a homeowner. So anytime we sell a house that has a pool or we build a pool that a house that doesn't have a pool in the contract, there needs to be something via state legislation that says, Hey, we've built you a beautiful oasis, but not only have we built you a beautiful oasis, we built you a drowning hazard. So 
we're going to offer you two of these things. You can say yes to one, yes to two, yes to zero, or zero to all of them. You know, uh, a mesh barrier fence, a, a pool alarm system, um, a ring system out back, or whatever, some kind of motion detection system out back that sends an alarm somewhere. And now, and if you sign off on, you don't want any of these, okay, well, just know that you have a drowning hazard back here and you need to do that. Now, the same token that does that protect the pool builder a little bit for offering that stuff? And they say no, yes. But when I first thought of this, to get the pool builders in the aspect of, hey, this is going to protect you because you know as well as I do, for years, builders never wanted to talk about this because they were terrified of it. Now, yeah. my thinking was if I can quote unquote trick them into thinking I was protecting them, but at the same token, I was doing a favor to the homeowner to yeah. make them realize this. Now we've done something good for both parties, right? Now they're starting to realize, hey, this person actually cares about my family, wants me to know I have a drowning hazard. And the builder's like, hey, I'm trying to protect myself, you know, they're, but they, no one would ever say that in, in, in the meeting. But at the same token, that was that was a viewpoint I had when I said, let's start doing something like this in every contract, every house sale, everything. Yeah. Um, that hasn't come to fruition like the way I wanted it to. But at the same token, these big guys like Scott Waldo and all these guys are now talking about water safety in the backyards of big builders and everyone. Like, for instance, a gentleman that I do startups for whom I love, uh, Rick Redvine from Waterscapes. Um, he tells my customers, he's like, if you got small children, he's like, you know, Jeremy's going to go over some stuff with you. And I do the research throw, but don't go. I show them everything. One time I had a customer who I did so much for. They called me and said, can you come back over and do the demonstration for my neighbor's children because they come over here and swim a lot. And I did. But wow, it's one that's of those, great, Jeremy. Well, it's one of those things that you need to do at pool school if they have small children. Yeah. You need to talk to them about the rules and, and how a, a six-year-old full-blown panic can drown a mom if they both can't stand. And it's very important to know the power of somebody that's in fear of their life. And so, um, you know, no matter how old they are, when they're scared, believe me, and you're in water, they're going to kick, bite, scratch, and do anything they can to get out of that water. So, um, and and I always try to teach people, silence is golden when it comes to drowning. If you don't hear anything, the first place you need to check is the pool. Um, Because it's not like the movies, you know. No. and so you need to go out the pool and check immediately if you don't hear anything. But uh, I think that we are making a difference. I think with the help of PHTA and the likes of people like myself and you, Dave, um, and Michelle, getting the message out there to not only the service guys, but the builders when they're building the pool. So just mention water safety to the homeowners is very important. And not only is it important, it does show the customer that you actually do care about them. You're not just there for the money and to get out. You know, um, yeah. I know Pinton. Benton cares about every one of his clients. I mean, with to a wholehearted degree. I mean, he is a genuine, genuine rock star who cares about every everybody and everything he works for. Everybody he works for. Right. So, but I th- I do, and I I hope that uh, Dave, if you do stuff with other builders, that you reach out to them about water safety and just say, hey, can, can you mention something about water safety in your sales pitch? And granted, y'all deal with some people that you, it's so funny to out there where y'all are like Penton and then want me to start up one of the pools because I would be like well you're going to give pool school to the to the caretaker I said yeah that no offense but the hell I am and they're like what do you mean I said I can't and I said they said why and I said because I'm going to talk about water safety and I said if the homeowner doesn't have the courtesy to give me that then I'll stand here and wait till they can meet us here and he's like well you're talking about movie star I said I don't care who it is I don't I don't want to I don't want their autograph we're talking about something different and you live in such a different environment than I do that like when I give pool school I don't give it to estate takers or anybody or like your guys you the watcher of the house he can be there as well but I'm going to give it to the homeowner so we can go over some water safety instructions that are important to me. And Dave's like, you've got to come out and just do one pool school. Cause I want to see you fight with it. Cause they're not going to know how to take you. They're, they're going to be like thrown back that you're going to fight with them about giving a pool school to the exact, whoever, whoever's registered this house is who I'm giving pool school to. If your name <laughs> is not on the, uh, whatever, I'm not giving it to you. You can be there, but I'm not going to give it until their homeowners here. So Penton's always <laughs> laugh. He's like, we got to get you out here to do one. So. Yeah, that's what's really funny about that to me is I literally have clients I'm not even allowed to know who they are. Yeah, I know. I know. And so, <laughs> yeah, be very hard pressed to do that, you know, but it is what it is. And so, you know, either that or I'll say, hey, you need to record this on your phone or FaceTime, whoever it is. And that's a I'll really, yeah. And that that's a really, a very rare client. And, and yeah. yeah, 
there's some things you just there's only so much you can do right 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 but it's still fun i mean it just cracks me up but yeah i think we are making a difference you know because we don't have that problem down here that i've run into yet um but i do think we're making a difference I thought all the californians were moving to texas i thought they were all moving to dallas jeremy they are hey man we had toyota move close this plant and move down here um and let me tell you they they made the price of housing go up for a long time down here i mean it went through the roof so yeah um but um no, we've had some. Dave, what do you think about um, making a difference? I mean, do you think that the industry is moving towards, like, I can remember, like I said, when I used to give this presentation at the at the Ipsa National meeting, um, I preached this for almost three years before I thought the constituents were ready to hear a story from Blake and Kathy. Yeah. And I went from, I was always number one or two speaker because they rate the speakers i would always come in under ray ray is a ray arusti from era you know from art yes. and yes. he isn't one incredible speaker well the yes. year i finally beat him and i you know it must have been very close or somebody didn't write in because ray i have mucho respect for him but the year i finally beat him was the year i finally realized that we were able to listen to a real story yeah from blake and kathy and from then on We've always been one or two with them. Now we haven't been able to go just because of budget constraints and stuff like that for two years, um, but um, we are planning on going back. So uh, actually, Danny Gage from the LV project uh, has gone and spoke. Then Blake and Kathy went back out the next year, um, and Paul DeMello. It will be the next one if we can get him back out there. He lost two mm -hmm. twin boys, but these oh, kind of they're so powerful they move you and dave i know i don't i know that you're not an ipsa member out there but when we do have I am. Them, i actually i i was uh i've been an ipsa member most of my career oh i didn't know that but i i moved from uh i'm just thinking about this i mean you're kind of catching me flat-footed and i'm i'm kind of feeling bad right now um i was really involved with it when i was in san diego i was a chapter president and vice president for a long time and, and uh i mentioned javier and he was um, getting anybody involved who would be willing to go. I used to go to meetings at uh, Chalk Orange County Hospital, and uh, was was kind of involved in this in the in the sort of the infancy of it. And I and I have gotten completely away from it. And I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, I haven't heard anything about this in my chapter meetings in a long time. And, yeah. and so it, it's. Um, it's really easy to just let this topic slide up the yeah. table and shuffle it to the back. And um, we don't want to do that. We no. got to, yeah, we've got work to do. I, I, you just made me realize right now. Well, and the, and the one thing, uh, like I preached at the beginning of this thing is, is in my chapter, <clears throat> because the pool guys are made up of the most diverse group of people on the planet, and they all own their own businesses. I mean, you've got people that didn't finish ninth grade, which doesn't have no, I have no problems with that. But you also have people who have college degrees that are in there, right? Yeah. So yeah. the difference between those people is, is the ability to want to talk to people and the yeah. ability for the ones that keep their headphones in and, and want to talk to no one. Now, the great thing about that is having something like this or one of these water watcher tags or this or a coloring book is, is I can slide this into the door jam walk away now granted i have set off some alarms doing that because it goes right <laughs> between the deal but my point is is for the ones in your chapter who don't want to talk to anyone they still don't have to all they got to do is put a hang a hang a water watcher on yeah. the door handle and walk away yeah. and they never have to talk to a soul and that's the beauty of water safety is is because we have such a broad spectrum of people that service pools and a lot of them do not want to talk to homeowners and, and and that's their prerogative i on the other hand i can't talk to enough of them um yeah um and so but that's okay that's my point is it's easy to spread the word of water safety all they got to do there, is leave this on the back door there's a lot of guys that have employees and and they may want to as the owner of the business talk to people when they're there but that's not every week the employees have their headphones in their ear, uh, earbuds whatever and they just want to get in and out Get to the yep. next pool. They don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. So they're, every business is a little bit different. But what I'm seeing right now, what, what this conversation has has opened my mind back up to, is that we don't have IPSA right now in my area is not doing anything to put these tools into the hands of the guys that are out there in the field. Yep. And I, 
that's something we I'm got. hoping I can change that. I'm hoping I can change that, Dave. You know, if I get a bunch of these yeah. cards, I'm going to contact all the IPSA presidents and let them know they're available. I just got to get on it and I got I need to get it done now. Right. So we can't yeah, wait. It's a, absolutely. Yeah. This is something that has to, yep. um, has well, to like I said, you know, one of the things I reach, I would, what are you in, you're in the LA area with Penton, right? You know, somewhere yeah. around that big yeah, giant metropolis right. called LA. Yeah. I would reach out, I would honestly reach out to the injury prevention center in the hospital yeah. Because yeah. they are willing to give you a lot of stuff for free because now they're stockpiled with it, right? Yeah. Now, right. I'm not saying please reach out to our foundations. Um, yeah. The Jasper Ray Foundation, uh, the grandfather was an IPSA member, um, yeah. and they're in California. The what Jasper is that? Okay. What was that? I didn't hear that, Jeremy. What was the name of it? The Jasper Ray Foundation. Oh, okay. Um, they're look Actually, they were at the signing of the bill that passed in California with the legislation. Jasper Ray was there with Terry Snow and some other people, um, but the Jasper Ray Foundation was out there. Now, her, their grandfather was actually an Ipsa member, from what I understand. Um, but at the same token, they might be a good um, person to start with out in California. Now, I'm not saying don't reach out to Josh Yotter, Zach, you know, or, yeah, or Alyssa Magrin, right. Collins Hope. I want you to reach out to all of them. Um, yeah. And the reason being is, is I'm going to show you this book, and it's called uh, Families United to Prevent Drowning. The back of it says not one more okay this is a book that has almost and this is book is not up to par even though it's printed in the last year i used to work with 20 foundations family when i started with the ndpa nine years ago we uh families united last i talked to and got numbers from them um they were at 75 foundation members um and some of those may have been older that never knew about Families United. Some of them may have been brand new that joined after they had lost a loved one from drowning. Um, but this book is powerful. And if I can get enough of these to y'all, at least to give to the chapter presidents, because one thing that's in here is it tells the stories of these children. Yeah. Um, and whenever I go and look for money, when you take these for Families United, there'll be one story in here that affects that person. Not, not yeah. everyone in here is going to affect the person the same way, but there'll be one in there they find that's just going to break them down. And yeah. it's important to know that, that we not, and I, I also want to tell you this, Dave, we, we do, I do not discriminate between backyard commercial pool safety versus open water. I work with Dana Gage regularly and her, she lost her son to open water. She has actually come around. She actually made something pretty cool. It's for open water stuff. And it says, this is one of her water watcher tags. And it says, watch your, I don't know if it comes over backwards on their screen, but it says, watch your loveys. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is one that is a, a, a waterproof phone case. So in case you are on open water and you need to call 911, you can. Um, she actually made an official water watcher tag. Um, we sponsor a lot of stuff with her. She is a, she is. She actually is the one who who designed and created this book for for Families United. Um, her name is Dana Gage with LV Project. She is a marketing and genius and a personal friend of mine. That will all you gotta do is reach out to her. Uh, again, that's the LV Project. Or you can. Go, I, I encourage all of you to go to Families United to Prevent Drowning and see all the foundations on there. Um, and then you can figure out where to reach reach out to them from, or you can email me. Um, you know, if yeah. you want to, I can I can I can definitely send y'all. You know, tell you who the emails get to, and and um, who has yeah. what foundations have a lot of stuff to kind of give or or donate to, and get a lot of stuff from. Yeah. Um, in fact, the uh, San Fernando San Fernando San Fernando Valley chapter is that? Yes. Is that that's, that's one of the big right? ones out here? Yeah. Yeah, they are big. Um, in fact, Blake and Kathy flew to their golf tournament because they've been donating all their money to Blake, the Joshy Otter. And so oh, they have tons of material. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a ton of material out there. Um, and I don't know how, I mean, I know, I know that they're, they're pretty far north. You probably cut three or four hours or something. If you know their chapter president, you might reach out to them, see what they have and see if they can send, you know, just ship you some stuff just to, yeah, like, that's a good idea. It, you know, Great idea, Jim. I know that Blake and Kathy send them a lot of stuff because that whole golf tournament, the money goes to them. And I think it was to, you know, quite a bit of money. So yeah. um, they've been raising. So that's fantastic. Um, nice. Well, thank you so much, Jeremy, for coming on today. We truly appreciate it. This is really important information and we want to help disseminate this to the service guys that are in, 
everywhere, not just in California, not just in Texas. Everybody can take advantage of this and actually make a difference in your own community. And I think if, if you're leading in your community like you should be, whether you want to talk to people or not, like Jeremy mentioned, you can still be a leader by putting these on doors or doing whatever you want to do um, in that regard. And I think it's important to do that because drowning is something we can prevent. It's preventable. It and um, I think a lot more people are going to be in their backyards now. I think because of this virus issue, I think people are going to be in their backyards more because even though the virus goes down, people are, I think, going to start staying more at home. I have a feeling that that's going to change the way we live our lives. And I've oh, got sure. service guys that I talked to who said they're, they're basically, they're selling diving boards. They're selling lots of gas heaters because people are like, I'm going to be at my house a lot now and I really want to put more effort into my pool in my backyard. So they're actually selling that kind of stuff and they, they don't usually do that. That doesn't usually happen in their business. So it's well, good. You know, yeah, it is good for us. Another thing that happens is too is is one of the, one of the things I got was is yeah, a customer that knew they need to replace their heater, and they're like, you got to everyone's got to remember too. Granted, you know, a lot of our customers are out of, out of work um, or maybe yeah. out of work. But one of the other things I thought about too was every, this all happened just before spring break for almost ninety nine percent of everyone. Yeah. Well, most everyone got their money back because of obviously you, they can't, you know, you, you get your money back when it's a, a act of God, a, a act, you know, pandemic. Um, and they said, replacing the heater is still less than our whole spring break would have cost us. So it's not a big deal, you know, um, yeah. for a family of four. And they're like, you know what, just put it in. Yes. Uh, we'll, That's we'll what's happening. You. Yeah. And so it is, it's, it's nice. Um, you know, I still encourage everyone. I know customers like to come out there and you've known them for a long time. Please make sure that you're friendly in a friendly manner. Tell them to stay six feet away because, you know, like we all know, yes. uh, and we should all give a big shout out to nurses and doctors around the country oh, yes. and around the world right now are working for us to help keep people that we may or may not know with this safe and trying to do their best. So big shout out to them. Um, absolutely but we don't want to end up in their care. We just want to give a big shout out to them. So absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Terry. We truly appreciate your time today on the weekend. We, we love it. And thanks for all you do in your Not community. Not a problem. Thank you all for having me. And, and I encourage you talking to you. Yeah, I encourage you all to check out the NDPA conference. I know that, Michelle, you're, you're obviously going to be, be able to log on. Me, Michelle, and, and Michelle and the NDPA, we're getting ready to do a lot of stuff together. So Yes, I agree. Uh, Let's do that. We're excited about that. Thank you for the opportunity from PHTA and everything else going on with that so we can really get yes. get together so all right thank you so much i appreciate it thanks you guys bye-bye bye, -bye. Take care. bye, -bye. a new voice in the industry a resource for all education for you this is pool pro podcast build relationships and share important news as we get ready for our next backyard adventure we'd also like to thank our sponsor the california pool and spa association who is fighting hard for the industry through this covid19 crisis to visit them go to the cpsa.org Pool Pro Podcast, Backyard Adventures are better together. Please take a moment to share, like, and review our content with all of those that would be interested.